Hey guys, and welcome to Tama Talk. Um, how's it going, guys? I got Nick. I got Hunter on here with me. What's going on, man? What up? What up? All right, guys. You already know there's very little to talk about. We don't have any creative ideas, and we've got audio issues, but we're all here, so we decided to what get in 20, 30 minutes. What's going on? What can we talk about? We got Eric K. and we got the Soto contract. I mean, Eric K. We've we've discussed a lot, and you let me in on a little bit, uh, John. Yeah. That I didn't know. So can you can you say that for the viewers, like uh, that they the deal part, like the actual dealings between Eric K. and Tyler Skaggs? All right. So originally, uh, from what I was reading, and his basic defense was that. Uh, the original deal was Skaggs introduced him to the dealer and that Skaggs paid for both their drugs. Then he agreed to be kind of the middleman and arrange the dealings. And yeah, this is once again... Like you said. Yeah. yeah, exactly. Once again, but, just to keep him out of the spotlight. Yeah. I mean, uh, when we say Dita, like, it makes it seem so uh, like so shady and sketchy, but I seriously doubt they were actually selling like this huge amount or anything. Like, you know that Skaggs was most likely just getting it for personal use. That's the reason he was willing to pay for both of theirs. Oh yeah, definitely. You know? like, I mean, you wouldn't think it would be that many. I just, yeah. It, and like we said, the punishment could potentially be pretty rough. And uh, yeah, I mean, we wouldn't be punishing him this much if Skaggs hadn't died. And of course, he did, and that's that was a tragedy, especially at the time to the Angels. But still, yeah, I just don't think, especially if it was Skaggs going out of his way to get, you know, I just don't think you can put all that on just him. But we also have to look at it from the standpoint that we're going off of the only person's word that we can go off of, which is Eric K. How many other Eric K's are there in the MLB? Because I guarantee you there's at least a... <laughs> You know, I, you, there, there's probably the players probably know ten more Eric K's. Well, there was also the uh, basically the Eric, Eric K of uh, the uh, sticky. I was going to say the sticky substances. Oh yeah, you know, yeah. and that guy oh, actually worked for the Angels as well. <laughs> but that's something that you can just. Oh yeah, well he didn't just have spider tag. That he had like a specific blend. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. like he had his own strains. <laughs> oh, definitely, but. Anyways, back to this situation. I mean, you know how dangerous fentanyl is. I mean, Nick, you can add something in on this. Oh yeah, yeah. That stuff's uh, that stuff's so good. It does not take very much to to overdose on. I mean, literally, uh, like police are literally taught like if you if you get it on your fingers and rub your fingers together, that's enough to OD on it. Yes. It it literally does not take much at all to OD on that stuff. It's pretty powerful. Yeah, it's, it's crazy that something can be that pure. Well, I mean, it's great for repeat business. I can say that. Yeah, it's definitely. If great. you want somebody coming back, definitely give them something that'll uh, kill them the first time they take it. <laughs> I mean, it's, it's never the first time. That, that's that's they they take it. Uh, you know how many ever times? Well, not, every, not everybody really eventually get a bad batch. Not everybody really realizes what they're what they're dealing with. They might be getting something uh, like maybe they think they're getting like in this case, I think it was oxy's. It was oxycodone, yeah. Yeah, that, that that dude might have thought he was just getting oxys, and then turns out they were laced with fentanyl. Yeah. 
Which like are, they're lacing, they're lacing pills, they're lacing uh, weed, they're lacing weed, they're lacing meth, they're lacing coke, uh, they're lacing everything with fentanyl now. I yeah, mean, somebody so might, like somebody yeah. might like buy, you know, think they're buying an eight ball of coke, and turns out it's laced with fentanyl, and well, it's all she wrote. And I mean, then you want to think about uh, the other thing, which was uh, Matt Harvey, of course. Oh yeah, yeah, Matt, Matt, uh huh, yeah, Matt Harvey, that, that guy, uh-huh, yeah. yeah. And, uh-huh. I mean, now we know why they call him the Dark Knight. <laughs> yeah. Sure. Yeah, like we said, New York, being in the spotlight, having your 15 minutes of fame for your career, and he just let it get to him, and, you know. I mean, right now he's sitting unsigned, and the only reason that he actually agreed to testify was because he received immunity. Yeah. That's yeah. it. I mean for what I mean that's what I'm curious to what he actually needs immunity for because you know I mean? he was out, out of doing drugs like yeah you can well, say well that and the fact that they actually they found a lot of uh, proof that he was involved in buying these okay. from uh, that's what I'm interested okay. in that's what I'm not aware of like yeah inner, he, like he what was happened. definitely definitely um, highly involved in buying those from uh, K. And they had the proof of it. He basically was given a deal in exchange for his testimony. So, and not to mention, I mean, you know, MLB can suspend him for this, which doesn't well, really he, matter he at this point because he's he unsigned. He don't got a job anyways. Yeah. yeah, he's unsigned. Well, he was also probably just scared of anything at all possibly coming back. He probably just, he was like, yeah. I don't really know what exactly they could get me for, but just in case... Yeah, yeah. That, that's because he wouldn't have volunteered all this information just nope. out of the blue. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, he wouldn't have come out and said, hey, I did cocaine while I was with the Mets. Yeah, Everybody the Mets knew, knew about it. it. But, you know, they just kind of just stop asking. Because you know, when if you have a teammate that does coke or meth or pills or anything like that, you're going to notice that with them pretty quickly because you spend every day together. I mean, exactly. Yeah, so they knew so, it. They might have tried to get him help. I'm not going to shit on the Mets for this because it's something that I know happens in every locker room ever. But I mean, for still. wins, you, teams are willing to look the other way for something they know that's going on. Yeah, you know that. and and I would too as a teammate. But also, if you start seeing someone to the point to where, like, who knew if he was ever at the point where people were looking at him like, damn, we got to step in here, like, that that's di- that's different. There's two different ways to look at it, I guess. Well, I mean, <clears throat> the only thing I can say is, what does K really truly deserve? You know. I don't know. I don't because who knows what he's actually done? <laughs> like I, I don't know. I feel like there's more to the story other than just being buying and selling a few drugs or a few pills. But I don't yeah, know. Yeah, I mean, at the end of the day, the uh sounds like the other guy, he did take the, he did make the choice to do it. He was the one who uh did too much. But the question is, how much and did he, Kay actually know? Did he know there was fentanyl in it? Yeah, there's That's a good the chance question. that he just bought like he bought them at as apparently the way you made it sound, he bought them at the same time. Sometimes with like sometimes he was a middleman, but he connected him with them, and they first bought them initially together. Agreed, but this is all coming from the mouth of Kay. 
we don't have Skaggs here to refute it because Skaggs yeah, is dead. Well, no, but there there are other players that uh, and the only one that's been uh, you know, that's been mentioned was C.J. Crone. Yeah. But the, there's at least six, eight other players that have. Now that I think about it, well. uh, I think they're starting to try and target, uh, like basically drug dealers or suppliers with the the deaths of anyone that they essentially supplied the drugs to. So that may be the yeah. way that they're looking at this. Because, yeah. I mean, just a couple of years That's ago, essentially he wouldn't have gotten anything. And all of the blame would have been on the, the person who died. But now they're starting to try and charge uh, dealers and suppliers. Well, so I mean, you, that may be the way they're looking at it But now. you also have to think, with the, de- with the legalization of marijuana, the DEA has to find something else to do. Because yeah. Here's another, what, like another extra variable to it. He's a major league starting pitcher for a Los Angeles, like a Anaheim, Los Angeles area baseball team, and his death was publicized. Like the very next game, they had a whole ceremony and pitched a no hitter. And the very next game after he died, and I feel like um, he's being kind of scapegoated a bit to try to make it look like in the MLB, like he's the one guy that's been doing this horrible thing, and you know. Man, they they pitched, like a no they pitched they a no-hitter. They pitched a no-hitter the next that? game. As they they just need it. to have a player die before every <laughs> game, and they'll be set. World Series, here we come. Dude, it was so crazy <laughs> that my first initial thought was, that has to be rigged. Did the Mariners just let them hit a no-hitter? But it just it doesn't work like that in baseball. No, so it you don't. can't really say that. But it just felt, it felt like, to, like the stars aligned a little bit too much. Would like you say crazy. they had angels in the outfield? Oh man! I don't know. Right there, say, yeah. <laughs> but yeah, it's crazy. I mean, I don't know. This it, it's one of those things where I I think they're going a little harsh, but at the same time, a person did die. Someone has to be held responsible, and yeah. honestly, I think the person that should bear the weight on that shouldn't be K, but the actual dealer he got it from. Yeah, the that's dealer true. he got it from is the one that provided him the actual drug that caused the death of Tyler Skaggs. That well, is Eric true. K, he might, and Eric K might have already gave that up. And for all I know, they may already be pursuing that. I mean, he's just not a a big name. He's probably not some guy that's connected to baseball like all the other people we're talking about. Exactly. wouldn't know him. But, yeah, I think the person that should probably carry the most time is the actual dealer who laced the fentanyl, the oxycodone with the fentanyl. Yeah, obviously, yeah. So, I mean, Kay is just a middleman here. Is he guilty of wrongdoing? Absolutely, but... I wouldn't necessarily say of murder. He didn't murder Tyler Skaggs. No. He didn't, with any intent or anything, try to... Is that what what they're trying to charge him with? No, but they're hitting him him in the same way as if he... He would have got less time if he would have just went up and shot him in the head with a gun. I can understand manslaughter. Actually, I think... Let's see, what was the original charge? We we don't know exactly how bad it's going to be yet, so I can't say I mean, he hadn't been sentenced yet. Yeah, yeah. So I yeah. can't say that, but there's speculation. That, well, he's at least that... been charged with something. No, yeah, he was charged with something, all right. But he, he was not actually sentenced yet. That He was just convicted, 
and it was he was convicted on one count each of each of drug dis- distribution resulting in death and drug conspiracy. There you go. That's what I was just talking about. He faces up to life in prison when he is sentenced <clears throat> on June 28th. And as you guys remember, each pill is a felony. Yep. Yeah, yeah. So, uh, basically, Annie was found guilty by ten women and two men. And it it was basically, it only took them three hours following an eight-day trial uh, to get, uh, you know, the guilty verdict. Deliberate. That's the word you're looking for. I, I'm aware. Yes. <laughs> yes, I am. But it's also 2.41 in the morning, so my, what? No. my brain is not Don't you lie to me. Completely. It's 4 o'clock somewhere. Yeah. <laughs> Does that mean we need to get out the margaritas and... Heck yeah. Put the sombreros on. Yeah, exactly. Just party like it's 1979. Heck yeah, man. Right. I'm down. So All the right. only other topic there is is Juan Soto, and uh, um, Hunter. And we we'll we'll just... touch on that one. We'll touch on uh, Juan as soon as we hear a word from our sponsor, Anchor. And uh, when we come back, we'll discuss Juan Soto. All right, guys. All right, guys. Welcome back. So uh, Juan Soto, like we said. Uh, I think we got an article pulled up over there on their end. So what's the deal? This is Trevor May speaking about Juan Soto and what he thinks he should get. He was offered 13 years, 350 million, uh, which is it's crazy that that's low. We all, you know, that's all kind right, of bizarre well, in itself. But let's let's hear what Trevor May has to say about it. All right, Nick, uh, you got the article pulled up. Why don't you give us a read? Uh, yeah, we got an article here from thescore.com. Uh, all right, so Tom Rominski writes, uh, New York Mets reliever Trevor May believes Juan Soto will end up inking a much larger deal than the 13-year, $350 million contract extension the superstar outfielder rejected from the Washington Nationals prior to the lockout. I mean, why wouldn't you? $350 million? Pfft. That's like pocket change, man. I got that in my center console in my car. <laughs> <laughs> when asked on the Chris Rose Rotation podcast. May said there's a very good chance that Soto will be the first player to sign a $500 million deal. Jesus Christ. Hearing him turn down the 13350 means that he probably has half a bill in mind. Uh, the guy is special in like a total package way. Uh, if anyone has the possibility to do it, it's him for sure. Now, I'm, I'm assuming this is all uh, just speculation. Probably. Yeah, but it, it's it's what's expected. It's, yeah, that's going to happen. I mean, pff, why settle for five hundred million? Why not just go for a billion? Just yeah. <laughs> but what's crazy? <laughs> this is the craziest part. There's three other guys in the league that already have a uh, uh, bigger deals than that. Oh, really? Yeah, that's crazy, isn't it? Well, the article does continue. Uh, it says May said Soto's plate discipline uh, is what stands out. He's really, really like, uh, quote, he's really, really like, yeah, I do have plate discipline. I don't swing at anything, May added. Uh, Soto finished uh, as the 2021 NL MVP uh, runner-up after an MLB best uh, .465 on-base percentage, 
The 23-year-old owns a career. Uh, I don't exactly know how to read those. <laughs> okay, so that right there is he owns a... I'm assuming it's good. It's a 465 on base percentage, and he holds a 301, 432, and a 550 slash. Which mm, means roughly great. half the time he comes up to the plate. Those are, those are all numbers. And I can read those numbers. Those are those sound great. Think well, about it, like the, the dude bats six hundred. <laughs> he's got ninety-eight homers over four seasons. Okay, that doesn't sound too bad. That sounds pretty good. He two-time silver more, silver slugger is okay. currently represented by Scott Boras and can test free agency after the twenty twenty-four campaign. And that right there tells you all you need to know. Scott Boras. Scott yeah. Boras is yeah. a he's the best at his job. He he is the best at his job. He's also a massive. Massive ass clown, but uh, you know who doesn't want to be a massive ass clown? I mean, I don't know. No, I, don't know. I want to be a massive ass clown that makes that kind of money. <laughs> he's as rich exactly. as it gets, man, and it's because he's super good at representing baseball players he's and getting super, the money that they super good at believe. screwing baseball fans. Not no, because man, he's getting this play like individually play. or at the same time. No. <laughs> yeah. he, He's good. Do they just do they just line up at the uh, at the ballpark and and just bend over? Might as well. Yeah, you got to make concessions. <laughs> well, actually, the owners bend over for him. That's for dang sure. Yeah, they do. They really do. I mean, in all honesty, you you really can't blame the man. It's his job to get his client the most money he possibly can. But at the same time, it's. <laughs> really demoralizing well, if you have yeah. a Scott Boris client because you know you're not going to be able to re-sign him. That's uh, that's what happened to the Kraken with the Panthers. <laughs> Do you remember him? Yes. His his agent tried to get a ton of money, and uh, they, they were like, nah, we're good. And then uh, I completely forget what his name is. I just remember him as the Kraken. And he went to Hogwarts. I know that. That was his uh, college. Um, but yeah, no, he co- he ended up contacting the Panthers and was like, uh, yeah, that guy's an idiot. Um, I will take that offer. I do want to play for you guys. And they were like, now nah, we're good. <laughs> yep. Mm. Sounds about right. Yeah, I mean, that that's not totally out of the ordinary. Like, it's happened before. Team Teams just be like, yeah, we know, we know we're not paying you that type of money. We, we're not that type of organization. We know you're a superstar or whatever and just, or you're just a shitty teammate. And they're like, yeah, get it. That was kind of, that seemed like the Bryce Harper deal with the. That Nats. was the Bryce now Harper deal. Yeah, they're looking to spend three hundred fifty million now on a generational player, but the guy that just won the MVP over Juan Soto is <laughs> playing for the Phillies, and he he went to the Phillies right after, you know, he came from the Nats, the same team, is what I'm trying to say. The, but the, the thing is, I and I'm sorry, I still think. Tatis is a better talent than Soto. It's my personal opinion. Because of the plate. For hitting home runs, yeah. Yeah, home runs, which, but you know how I value home runs. You know I value a batting average better than I do home runs, so I guess I'd have to go with Soto. Well, if you value plate discipline, which I know you would. I do, I do. And then he is the best in the game right now at it, basically. It is kind of surreal how young he is and how good his plate discipline is. Right. The thing is, when he gets that contract, is that going to keep up? Or is he going to let the money go to his head? I think it only gets better. Look at this. Okay, think about uh, Manny Machado. 
he got three i think around 320 uh, between 320 350 mil he got one of these big contracts and um and he's starting to mature and he like uh if he can do it yeah i feel like juan soto is gonna be fine oh yeah that's that that is that is very true I like Manny Machado more now than I did a few years ago. I think we both 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 definitely <laughs> despised him a few years ago. I think last year made a huge difference. It did. At, but that, that, that was only general, one example. Actually. But yeah, yeah, I feel like he being on the Padres has helped him, and their their fans are going to have his back. But I mean, he probably still is an asshole in some respects, but who isn't? So uh, exactly, we're all yeah. assholes. Well, you are what you eat. <laughs> but yeah, yeah I, I think um, I'm not saying that he's not worth that amount. He definitely is. Huh? But you know, I'm saying in general, I think whatever happened putting the team before self. You know, the yeah, more you the more you make a team sign you for, right? The less money the team has to actually create a winning culture. He's but he also well, is probably looking into nationals right now and saying, I don't want to be stuck here for thirteen years. No, no, I don't blame him on that one. I do even know they, they got a couple young, they got back some young good prospects that that'll help their rebuild along. It's still a long ways until they're gonna be contenders. Agreed. I think Jordan said it best. There's no I in team, but there is a me. Well, that's very <laughs> true. Of course, that man, you know, he couldn't even do it by himself. He had to have Pippen and uh, he had that's to have... Exactly Could you imagine how much it would have sucked to have been a professional basketball player when Jordan played? Oh, God. <laughs> yeah. I mean, The amazing talent that was just overshadowed by Jordan. Exactly. Oh yeah, yeah. For sure. I mean, Pippen. Pippen was a, a superstar. Pippen was but, amazing, but, but he was overshadowed by. He was on Jordan's team. Yeah, yeah. You wouldn't want to be in his team if he was on another team in a different market. Like at least y- your own fans would recognize you. But if you was a great talent and your own fans like you were overshadowed, yeah, I don't know. Terrible. What would be worse? Being on his team or playing against him? Have you seen the dance? Have you seen how hardcore <laughs> Jordan was? Oh, absolutely. Are you kidding me? I mean, yeah. Yeah. I mean, for real. I, I think it'd be worse being on his team than being <laughs> on the opposing team. I don't know. But anyways. Scored and how many um, championships you want to win. Exactly. Uh, you know what? I, I think I'd probably t- be on his team just to take, Still that, get a ring. take those rings, man. It'd be like kiss the rings. Exactly. <laughs> but um, I don't know. With with Soto, it's I, I couldn't blame him for wanting to get away from the Nationals organization. Here's the and, problem, though. He's still uh, – he's just now he, – he just had his first year of arbitration. So he's yeah. got like from – I think it's 2025. or two, a, It could no, be 2024, but I think it's – Okay, well, either way, it's 24 or 25, and that's... I think it said 2024 for the... 2024, actually. Yeah. Okay, so, so yeah. that's still a good... That's still, you know, three seasons if we have one this year, assuming. That's three seasons. Now, the other thing that I did happen to see is the players' response to um, apparently the owner's latest stuff. 
which was something along of along the lines of eat shit. Yeah, I seen they met for like fifteen minutes. I'm like, yeah, oh, no. it didn't well, go. Well. <laughs> if you meet any for something this big, if you meet for fifteen minutes and you're out of there, <laughs> somebody's mad. Like nothing got accomplished, or it was just super cut and dry and easy, and we know that's not the case. So, yeah, and uh, I'm sure Manfred's uh, demeanor and overall. Uh, you know, yeah. Keep in mind, he is a lawyer and at heart, that is who he is. Like he is a lawyer. Yeah, and he's basically the owner's lawyer right now. Oh yeah, that's, he definitely that's, is. that's what the commissioner is. Yeah. Oh, that, that's definitely what he is. But uh, I mean, at least Selick used to be an owner and actually loved baseball. Yeah. And who knows well, what this no. douchebag has to say about it? Well, look, man. For, I mean. The owners are the reason Manfred's there. So they must have wanted him at some point. But I can guarantee you right now, they're probably thinking about, it's probably about time to get rid of this dude and find somebody more capable for the job. He's probably got really good friends. Like a couple of the owners are probably really good friends with him. But I don't know. He's got to go. I mean, if he's in with the Steinbrenners, then he's pretty much set. But, yeah. Steinbrenners don't even own, own them anymore, do they? Yes, they do. They still uh, own the Yankees. It's the Sun, obviously, because yeah. I guess I'm just thinking about Brian Cashman as a GM. Yeah, he's the GM, and you got to give yeah, him credit for what he's done. He's actually done a decent job. Yeah, but the Yankees can't seem to ever actually. They can't. They can't field a healthy team. Well, they got me and you, I mean, me and you discussed that one. I mean, they've got amazing talent, but when you're talent, uh, all they do is work out, and they have absolutely yeah, no fat on them. Stanton, Judge, they're not going to be able to stay on the field. If Stanton play, dude, he he's the only guy. I was thinking about this recently about the 73 home runs from Bonds, and if yeah. it's possible for somebody to break that without doing steroids. And I, I kept going back to thinking, like, if Stanton played 162 games, he might could do it. I don't know, Judge, if he could play 162, he yeah, might. Either one it. of them. Either one. But neither one of them is going to be able to do that because they'd rather work out <laughs> all Even the time. Even if they could get a 152-game season in. I'd like, say one of them would break it. Hit but... six, at least 60-something, but, yeah, I can't see nobody breaking it. But they could maybe give it a run for their money. Well, maybe so, but then again, should that record? At, we're not going to get into that conversation again. I, I swear, every time, every time that the idea of his name gets brought up, a part of me yeah, gets enraged. Oh, no, no. We, we're not. No, no we're not going back anymore. to. We're not going back to the bond situation I'm done again. With that I, yeah, no. no I was no. talking about the home runs. Like, is it possible for somebody now to do that? Without... I think it's possible, but it, you're right. It would have to be, say, Judge. Hell, Trout, if he could stay healthy for 162. Yeah, but but he's more of a hitter, too. Like, he'll no, hit he the ball over the field. Like, yeah, he it's got to be somebody that only wants to hit home runs. If you're going to hit 70, you know, 73 of them, you got to I'm only go judge hit home Stanton, Maybe Guerrero. Guerrero? Maybe Vlad. Yeah, Guerrero, Guerrero. Vlad would be a good, uh, good choice there. Yeah. I mean, hands down. For sure, but uh, dude, I could see him getting to sixty soon. I could see that. 
I mean, it's possible, but uh, what was the the most here lately is what been Pete Alonso in night in 2019 with 52. Yeah, that's true. But because uh, I think uh, he he passed Judge's uh, rookie home run record by one or two, I think. Yeah. Because Judge, I think hit maybe 51 or something like that, and for a rookie, that's the record. Oh, yeah. I'm always like one digit off when I state these, so just keep that in mind. Like I Dude, always Alonzo, know roughly Alonzo what it is. Was, that was an amazing, not exactly amazing freshman season he had. You know, it was a oh, great yeah. rookie year. Yeah, but the balls were juiced, and Heaton came out and admitted he was the one, the first one with the conspiracy theory. So <laughs> him hitting all them home runs, like even he didn't believe it. He's like, something's got to be going on here. I can't come in my rookie year and hit 52 home yeah, runs. It, that's like, definitely something you can't just come in and hit 51. But anyways, um, it's definitely been a shorter than usual pod. And uh, we just basically wanted to get in here and do the uh, conclusion to the Eric Case uh, trial and maybe throw in a little bit about Soto. Uh, Nick, I appreciate you coming on. You know, That's last no minute. Really appreciate it. And uh, Hunter, I think we're lining up a few guests, if I'm not mistaken. Yeah, uh, hopefully we're about to have a couple really good guests come on. So that'll, uh, that'll hopefully you know build us a bridge until there's some actual news to come out and god willing that'll yeah. be soon yeah and uh we got we've been talking to a couple other baseball podcasters and youtubers and they're all thinking the same thing like there's no there's no content to talk about so yeah what i think they're all down to do some interviews or at least two i know but and, we'll get uh, that going soon hopefully within the next few podcasts other than that, we'll be seeing you soon, guys. Oh, and uh, guys, we appreciate the uh, upswing in uh, the downloads, the subscriptions, and all that. And uh, we'll keep putting them out if y'all keep listening. So, yeah, definitely uh, gave us a little boost in motivation. Definitely. So thank y'all for the uh, continued... Uh, Inspiration. <laughs> All right, guys. All right. Peace out.